Hi, this is Rafferty. Today is April 18th. The time is about 2, uh, 3.30. Today, NMPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Madhura? Madhura? Uh, hi, I'm new. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Yes, so uh, I have my H-1B visa extension uh, stamping due and my previous H-1B visa and I-94 admit until date expired on August 2021. I didn't travel outside US since then. Is there a way to visit Canada with a valid uh, uh, Canada tourist visa in my case? And when is your current company's H-1B expiring? Uh, 2024. And you have the I-94 with the current company that you're working with. Right, but it uh, uh, in on I-94, it's showing uh, valid until August 2021. No, ma'am, not on the online. On the 797 I-94, what does it say? Uh, it says uh, August 2024, valid until you're August to, 2024. You're good to, and you're traveling only for less than 30 days and coming back, is that right? Correct. Yes. You absolutely will not have any problem whatsoever at all. It's called automatic revalidation. Okay. Automatic revalidation. Okay. Yes. Do you I will need have to no problem. Document or no, just the pay stubs and W two. Keep it with you. Don't show it to anybody. Okay. So I don't need to do the stamping there. It's just uh... no. You don't need to, ma'am. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. I will try to give you a link. Okay. It says okay. about Mexico. But the same thing is valid for you, okay? Okay, thank you. That Nagyun? Hi, uh, all right. Watch Hello, this video, ma'am. Hello, sir, how are you doing? Good, good, good. All right, I have a question about my, so I have, um, I'm, I'm doing EB3 on the school green card. I already mm -hmm. got my green card approved. Mm -hmm. I should, um, already got my card, green card already. Um, I the whole time I never worked for the company. Um, now the company I just found out that the company they changed the ownership, so that there's no longer uh, the change a different name, different owner. I reached out to them. Um, they said a different owner. Now do I have to go work for go over there and work for them? You don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. Okay. And you will not have any problem for your green card. You will not have any problem for your citizenship. You're good. Oh, okay, great. Um, and then the question, um, so if I can I join the military right now or? You can do anything you want. You can join the military. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO. All right, thank you. Um, and oh. then the question about um, the future reference. So if in the future, if the company they send me an email, they got threatened about take back my green card or stuff like that, or can, can, oh, can they do no, that? They, they cannot, they, no, they, if, if they're threatened, just ignore it. Okay. They can do what you want to, okay? Okay, thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you. Next person, please. Josna. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I wrote down my question, so uh, it's on my phone, so can I read it? Um, Absolutely. You so can. I work. Uh, I work for parent company A as a hospitalist as physician, and I was mm -hmm. petitioned by the company A, which is a parent company at location Y, with role duties everything since 2016. I've been doing this, 
mm-hmm. and uh, the company A has been paying me through their tax ID until recently, uh, when two weeks ago they gave me a notice of I think five days, and they switched me to a subsidiary company B tax ID, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, my company attorney is saying that the parent company A and subsidiary company B, they share the same VP and HR, and VP mm-hmm. um, of company A and B um, has been has signed my um, recently sent H1 from 17th June of this year, 2022, which hasn't started yet. But I have it's, the H1 um, So just because the VP and the HR yeah. are the same, that's not good enough. It must be a successor of interest for the next company it, though. Successor yeah, of interest that, require... Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so my attorney also said that company B, who's paying me, succeeded to the same roles, responsibilities, liabilities of company No, not A. roles, ma'am. They're taking oh, over the entire okay. responsibility of your H1B. So they, I cannot, I, I cannot tell it without looking into the documents of how the succession has occurred though. Is they haven't provided me with any documents as such. Yeah, so there is something my great-grandmother told her old, that if you lose a ring, you have to search in the dark. You don't go in the light and search it. You have to find it where it is. So I, if I were to advise you on which company, if the company is the success of interest, I need to look into the documents. Okay? Okay. Next so should person, I ask sorry. the company attorney? You can ask them. You can ask them. You can ask them. Or if, if the lawyer is going to give you in writing in that it meets uh-huh. the requirement, you don't need it, I will rely on it. Okay, he said he'll give it to me in writing if I go to a consulate or anything. If, as I said to you that if I if he gives you in writing, I'll rely on it. Okay. Next Thank question. Hey, yeah, Sushant here. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I have a quick question. I, I joined my new company or my current company in 2019 and they filed my green card. Until now, I've been asking them like after they filed my perm, like in which category they're going to file my uh, I-140. So mm-hmm. my perm got approved last Thursday. And when I asked them, they came back saying that they can only file in EB3. And the reason they are giving is I have like around 13 plus years of experience in the industry. And I asked them like, what's the reason even with my, like this much years of experience, they came back saying that since my degree is not in computer, like my bachelor degree is not in computer science and in mechanical. What, what is your degree in? Mechanical, mechanical and production engineering. So based on that, they can only file even with my experience allow. Uh, but the paperwork they prepared is based on to suffice that, you know, I don't have the computer science degree and with my experience, I'm su- like, they can suffice that as so they can only file in EB3. Uh, so that's what they are uh, coming back to me. So I wanted, uh, uh, you know, another opinion from you. Yeah, I, if I were your lawyer, I would have done the same thing. Um, it's very risky it's very risky to file EB3 for the uh, EB2 for the people like you. Who don't have a computer science degree in bachelor's? Yeah. It's very risky. It used to be fine before. From past okay. three, four, four, five years, we're getting denials. Okay. Uh, Gayatri, can you give me the access to give the links to other people, co-host me? Or okay. can you give put this one to the other? Because I can't. 
send this link to the other people. Yeah, I I I, I completely agree on them, but, the mechanic. So in past, I was working with a company called Cognizant, and they don't use to distinguish based on the. Degree. I know what you're speaking. Yeah. I know what you're speaking. Um, about three four years ago, things were fine, and in the past two three years, three years, we're getting a lot of denials for that. So you think that it's still safer to stick to EB3? Uh, like I think I follow you, your post, and you always keep saying that move to EB2 with the current one. I know, and, I know. But yeah. right now, with the with the with the mechanical engineering degree, though, okay, I wouldn't be filing that. And they also came back saying to me that you know by this year end, they are thinking both EB2 and EB3 would be on the similar pattern. That uh, part is a different discussion, though. Okay. 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 And if and you want EB2, you have to go back to Cognizant, which you already got in EB2. No, that was EB3 because I joined them with less than five years experience. So I would not be willing to file for EB2 for you. Okay. You're saying. Sorry uh, about that. Yeah. And did you ping any link for me as well? or? No, it's for somebody else. Okay. The lady okay. who wants to travel to uh, Canada. Next okay. person, please. Okay. Thank you. Chakri. Hi, sir. Uh, thanks for accepting for the call. So I have a question um, regarding about my brother-in-law. So he he got uh, picked up for this year uh, H-1B um, mm -hmm. from a lottery. And uh, there is a little difference on his name. So in his passport uh, says... The last name like Chawa, uh, the Venkat uh, Kapileshwar, it is the, the first name. But in the passport also has the same, uh, like a right uh, last name and uh, first name. But in other documents, because of the lengthy name, it says um, uh, in a company or other documents, uh, shows like Kapileshwar, CV, That's or fine. Chawa, Venkat kind of. That's so fine. is that it's any not a, big deal? Not a, not a problem. Okay. Right now, everything Thank goes you. with the biometrics, so we're good. Okay. Okay. Thanks, sir. Next person, please. Sangeeta. Hi, Rahul, sir. Uh, my daughter is about to age out in a year, and uh, I just want to know, will interfiling I-485J will lock the child's age as regular filing too? Interfiling is not an absolute requirement for the USCIS to accept it. Are you maintaining the non-immigrant status, the entire family? Uh, yeah, actually, but my daughter is planning to do an internship this summer, uh, so she might be moving to uh, EB3. I would still file the 485 right now and then make her do the internship, though. In that way, you're risking only 10% of the time, though. Oh, I don't understand. Can you explain it to me, please? Because if you use the EAD after EB3, when you file the 485, is the 485 of EB2 guaranteed to get in? There is a 10% risk there. Okay. They may say, hey, she used the EB3 EAD. I'll stick you with the EB3 EAD. So you can do one thing. You can interfile it. You can refile it. In that way, you are in both the things, though. Uh, actually, the company that my husband works supports only interfiling. So, what else can we do? Well, beggars can't be choosers, then. Okay. Uh, so, Next I have, another, I have another question, please. 
if f1 premium processing comes into action uh, can she move to f1 visa in worst case from immigrant status um with the 485j supplement though there is only 5 to 10% risk there that she may not be considered for 48 eb2 though would i do the f1 status for her i'm not sure if i would do it uh answer to the question but to answer your question if she moves to f1 is does she get kicked out of the 485 the answer is no she's still in 485 okay any more questions ma'am we'll go to the next caller okay thank you alguni jain i can't hear you ma'am alguni jain yeah can you hear me i can hear you now clearly ma'am go ahead okay. thank you for taking my call my sister uh, she is a citizen of usa and they were here for 27 years then they moved to india for 14 years and they adopted a son and he is now 27 and they did not apply for him before when the... when did they adopted him he they adopted him when he was 11 so that was 16 years when he was under 16 years of age yes and they are still staying in india no they she is here now because uh, one of the requirement they file form i130 and one of the requirement is they have to be here for 2 years if he get the accepted so they are back here to settle back so there are two question what is what is the possibility of getting his approval and can they file for public charges will it go against him if she is the upper, mother is the and uh, no, public charges are not going to be going against the child though one major problem that i have it will not go against the child child will get it even if the parents are on public charge one thing that i have right now major is that is this child an orphan kid or is it child a related kid uh, he was orphan his father passed away so she relative orphan relative orphan father passed away doesn't make him orphan ma'am both parents have to pass away to uh, to be an orphan so so Or, yeah his mother was there but she was not capable of handling him and she didn't no that's him. different ma'am that's different so the it's as your sister was pointing out is a relative kid though uh, yes. but anyway your sister met the physical requirement where if the child is if the child is a relative kid though there must be a physical custody of your Uh, of your of your sister should have physical custody of it uh, they're going to scrutinize that very thoroughly because there's a lot of fraud involved in relative kids and if that meets the requirement though he should be getting the green card the child should be getting the green card and how old is he said you said he's 27 is right he's 27 and they have all the proof because he was with them since he was 11 and they have all kind of proof like his that's good but one problem is that there is a backlog for the children who are above 21 the backlog for indian nationals for above 21 kid is approximately around 8 years okay are you aware of that no it's yeah, it's above 21 the backlog is 8 years and if by any chance he gets married though in the next 
eight years before the final action date becomes current though. Then he falls into called F3 category, where the backlog is actually 14 years. Wait, wait, wait. Eight, yeah, 14 years. So what we should do now? Like we already filed for I-130. Yeah, but there's a backlog of eight years. You know that is right. So he has to wait for eight years. He has to wait for eight years. After he gets approved. Because right now they have not it's sent it. After you file the application. We already filed the application. They asked That's for some years. more documents. Yeah, after you get the more documents. It's not after you get the I-130 approved eight years waiting period. It's after you file the I-130 application. Okay. 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 But if, if he she... gets married, then it's 14 mm -hmm. years. Okay. And if she applied for SSI, because she is the one who applied for her son, and if she applies for SSI here, in additional to social security, it won't go against his immigration. No, right? it won't. It won't go against immigration. As long as you're getting somebody else to do the financial sponsorship, okay. he's good. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Uh, so still my husband and we both can draw the SSI? You absolutely can, ma'am. Okay. And do you handle adoption case? How much charge is? Uh, no, ma'am. I do not. I will recommend to go to a different lawyer. I'll give you the link to you. Okay. 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 Adoption is already over, is that right? You're only speaking. Yeah, adoption is over. Yeah. Okay. Okay then. I'll send you the link if you need to speak with a lawyer. Okay. Okay. Next Thank person. You very please. much. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Ashish. Ashish, I can't hear you, Ashish. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, 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 thank you for uh, giving me a chance. So, I have uh, downgraded my application uh, in 2020. Uh, got EADAP in September. Date retrogressed. And uh, now I have a, a RFE. My what, what's your priority date? Uh, 2013 uh, March 27th. Mm -hmm. It is current in EB2. My uh, uh, application got transferred to NBC. Mm -hmm. After uh, uh, that, uh, um, I have upgraded my application and it has reached Texas Center, but no receipts yet. It just went on Friday. Oh, how do you mean Texas Service Center? How do you know? We're sending it to California. You sent to Texas? My attorney, uh, the uh, FedEx address was Texas. So I was tracking that. Mm, I'm surprised though. Because upgrading, we have been given a California address. No, no. Uh, upgrading of 140. Yeah, upgrading of I-140, we sent to California address. I don't know. So um, I, my attorney gave me the FedEx thing. Okay. Because my uh, uh, application was with uh, Texas, she said. Still, the California uh, address is a proper address, yeah. Okay. So uh, it was an amendment when I did it. So now it I have sent for upgrade. Oh, do you mean to say he filed I-140 again? Yeah, yeah. I filed. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So okay. now... Ah, uh, on uh, on April twelfth, I got a RFE. Which RFE on what? On four eighty five, saying okay. that uh, uh, I need to uh, give my uh, supplement J, and bona fide uh, job offer with the mm -hmm. underlying uh, EB two right. application. EB two I one forty. I know. So, so do one thing. Do one thing for me. Uh, Did you get a receipt notice for I one forty? No, no, not yet. It just okay, went on wait, wait, wait until you get the receipt notice, convert into premium processing, get the I-140 approval, and then file the 485J supplement. 
Okay, so uh, so that uh, after that only interfile should I do, or that is itself after that only you respond to the RF. Okay, okay, so they will not put me back again, right? Uh, into the line. What do you feel? That, we don't know where the line is. Oh. <laughs> there is no line. There is no. When I look into the four eight five approvals of every single day, it's there is no line. Okay. There is no line. Okay, it and uh, interfile should also be done. Interfile along with that four. I would I would wait for the I one forty to be approved. Okay. Okay. The lawyer did a mistake by filing an amendment. We told people not. No, to. no, it was not my lawyer. It was my company who did that mistake, saying that you know we have to show two people. Uh, and all that thing so the, yeah uh, the lawyer should that, have told next person please yeah, yeah. so uh, just wait i should wait for the uh, 140 receipt make it premium approved. make it premium and then apply to that rfe first and then interfile i'm Can not sure i will inter i i'm not sure that interfiling is that necessary if you got an rfe you just file for it for j supplement you should be in good shape though okay okay next person please okay thank uh, you sir Hi Rahul, thanks for taking the call. So I received a, a GCEAD last year, and it expired. It expired on January 2022. Yeah. Okay. So I applied for an extension uh, last year, you know, in September. So it's been eight months. Uh, I haven't have any update on it. So is there any way can we expedite? Uh, you can try the regular methods, but if you want to sue the USCIS, we have a good lawyer who can do that for you. So we can sue uh, USCIS. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'll we'll give you a link. My team will give you a link. His name is okay. Stephen Brown. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I will reach out to him. Yeah. So one more quick question. I heard that you know there is a way you can and because I went with uh, EAD extension, right? I actually went with uh, another attorney, Thomas V. Allen, mm -hmm. uh, for the extension. So I heard. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just checking online. You know, I heard that there is a uh, EAD auto renew process. Auto renewal is already there for six months for you. Okay, okay. No, no. Like I heard, like uh, instead of a paper filing, you can go just online and submit the application. I don't know what that is you're speaking. No, okay. You're so, already okay. auto extended for six months. Right, right. But the problem is, if I don't get it by July, right, I cannot. Yeah, so you have to sue the USCIS. That's how just... long it will take. You know, once I submit. The... I I want you to speak with this lawyer. But he doesn't want me to order anything because I tell okay, something, sure. and. He tells something. He doesn't want me to say anything. Next person, please. Thank you. He's been doing good though on the on the suing the USCIS. Next person, please. Abdul. Hi, uh, I'm new to this uh, call. Uh, thank you for the support. Um, so my question is: uh, Me and my wife, we both got uh, the EAD AP with the EB3 downgrade uh, with prior date May 2020 May 2012. And I also refiled my EB2 uh, as well separately. Uh, my question here is: um, My wife is on, on H4 EAD and she wants to travel to India. Can she use the AP when coming back while I am still on my H1? You're speaking about the EB3 EAD. Correct. We are at this point of time risking 10% that she may be stuck. You family may be stuck with EB3 if you do that. Oh. Okay. Did we see any? any things like that we did not i don't have experience i'm just putting out a number there they may always come out but we'll update you as things go on please keep watching our tuesday live sure. if there is any changes so 
Okay, so for now you're recommending just uh, do the regular. Um... I I didn't say anything. I'm just telling that the ten percent risk is there that she may get stuck with EB three four eight for application. Okay, got it. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. next person please. Re. Hello, thank you for um, giving me the opportunity. So my I have some quick questions, some background. I have a student visa. that i got in 2015 from university a i transferred after one semester to university b and then transferred again to university c graduated from there ma'am i transferred to university b I, I, i can't hear you after that yes and then i transferred i made two transfers so i transferred i i'm unable to hear you ma'am hello hello can you hear me yes vaguely but go ahead ma'am you transferred to you transfer to university b okay yes and then i transferred again to university c okay yes and then i graduated from university c and i did my post graduation in university d mhm mm so now i have a opt of one year from university d and my visa stamp expired in 2019 i'm planning mm -hmm. to renew go to india and then renew my visa stamp um so i just want to know what are my chances like because my visa is from 2015 from university a that i just went for one semester what's the university a name university of southern california wow that's a good university yes i actually did a dental school and i did a lot of uh, most of my education here and now i got uh, what's, what's university b B was a um, not so good college. I just had to move close to family. It was Northwest College. It was an arts college. It wasn't a big name college. What is University C? C is Stony Brook University in New York. I never heard of that. It's What is University D? D is University of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania. This is a okay university, right? Yeah, they are all state universities. But I did, I did do my DMD. I got my doctorate of medicine, um, dental medicine, from this University of Pittsburgh for four years. I got my DMD degree, which is the um, doctorate. Here is the thing, though, ma'am. Um, they didn't like. They don't like you moving from USC to this other university, though. because usc is considered to be very top university and now you're moving from that university to another university they don't like it that's one thing that you have a deficiency mm -hmm. second thing is that you've been in this country for a long period of time you already got the doctor of uh, dentistry yes what assurances would you give it to me if i'm the consular officer that you are going to come back to india after you go back again That, yeah that is my question because they are asking for documents that show strong ties to home not, yeah but it's not documents man normally what they look into the circumstances more than the documents you may provide that you have the entire apartment complex in bombay that's worth 200 crores okay mm -hmm. um who is who has time to go check verify that information but if i look into this pattern of what you have and you have a doctor of medicine and dentistry what else you want to do there um i'm not sure i'm not giving you the visa if i the consular officer i would give you less than 25% chance that you're going to come back 
I have a residency already at Mount Sinai Hospital. I That's have even minus. OPT approved EAD is with me. That is minus. That's more. that's more minus because you're not you're telling me that residency is to get into medicine here into dentistry, right? So that's even a minus point. So I would take down twenty five to twenty now. So I, I, if you have a residency, you can do one thing. Why don't you get a H one B stamp? H one B. That was my second question. So if I you will have no problem getting the H one B stamp. Okay, so that would be after one year, though, because I they want Mount Sinai wants me to use my OPT before they do work visa for me. I, I if you go for H one B, you don't have to prove that you're going to come back to India after complete your H one B. So if I were you, ma'am, I would wait until the H one B comes in. Got it. Anything else? One, yeah, third question, last one. If I renew my stamp from Canada, would that in, make my chances better or no? No, no, no. In fact, you are better because you have a Dropbox availability in India. Yes, I have the interview waiver. Yeah, I would still, still not, not go. I will still not go if I were you. You came all the way here. You don't want to sacrifice. You go with the H-1B though. I mean, it's very unlikely you'll get the rejection. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Singh Reddy. Hi Rahul, uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, this question is for my wife. Okay. Uh, currently, she is working for company A, and without even working for company B, if company B has done home and uh, A140 approved, uh, can we use company B's A140 to renew for H1B of company A? Absolutely, you can. No problem. No problem. No problem. Okay. No. Nope. Oh, so it's, it's it's not necessary. Like they need to work for the company B. Where does it say she has to work for it? Oh, and because simultaneously both can raise. For example, company A has started the firm. Okay, but doesn't it doesn't matter not. whether company A started it or not. She has an I one forty with company B. She can extend the H one B with company A, company B, company C, company D. It doesn't matter. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. Anna. Hey, Ra hey Rahul, uh, thanks for your time. I have one question. Like uh, my I-140 was approved in company A. I'm in company B. If I want to go back to my company A again for to use What's my, the priority date? Uh, 2015 Feb 20 EB2. Wow. Okay, that's tempting. Okay. If I go back to my company B, the, the original company, company A, company mm -hmm. A so if I go for a different role, for example, I, I was there as a senior uh, software engineer. If I go as a manager or senior manager, what is the probability of getting an RFP over there? Because my response, roles and responsibility might, might slightly change. What slightly change? Do you okay. do, do you, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Every day I've been conducting this conference call for 10 years though. Every okay. single working day, they might have been maybe 40, 50 days I've taken. Do I do the same duties every day, the same thing? People are going to ask the same question like the way you ask. I say the same thing again the whole 10 years. Every day, my job duties change. Yeah. The only person's job duties that doesn't change is called a robot. Uh, okay. Okay. Boston okay. Dynamics. Even they have a little bit of intelligence. So if you're okay. telling that the job duties are going to be the same, definitely you are under the wrong impression. It's a natural increment in the position though. So I don't see any problem you getting the green card if your job duties have changed. But 
if you have changed from IT profession to a lawyer mm. profession like me, they may deny your application. I okay. just want to eliminate my competition. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, I, I won't be your competitor. Thank you. I'm just joking. So, yeah. so within IT profession, I don't see any problem. I've never seen any problem to anybody. Okay, got you. Yeah, thank you very much. Next person, please. Hey guys, I'm running out of time. I'll take the next two callers. But if you have any questions, I have some time. Please put the message in the in the chat group, guys. I'll try to read it and I will try to respond to you guys. Hello, Rahul. Good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Uh, my uh, priority date in EB2 is current, 2013. Uh, and uh, I changed my employer uh, and the new perm just got approved three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, my new employer is saying uh, that um, I, my question is, should I apply my I-140 in premium processing, wait for approval, and then apply for 485? Or should that's I, what I would, That's what I would do if I were you. The reason is that if you file in, the, in both of them, it's going to end up in Texas or Nebraska. And then from there, to get transferred to, uh, to the NBC, God knows how many days, months, years, if not decades, it's going to take. Right. But I would wait until May, third week or so, fourth week or so. If I don't get the approval with the receipt notice, I'm going to file the 485. Oh, I can do that as well? With oh, absolutely. You don't have okay. to get the Ivan Quarty approval. Understood. Uh, so Rahul, I'll try to file it in iPod, uh, in premium processing and I hope yeah. it gets approved and then file in Even May. if it doesn't get approved, you still file with I-140. It will still okay. end up in National Benefit Center with the receipt Understood. notice. Thank you, Although and I would like to get the I-140 approval. Though. Approved, got it. And the company uh, recently got split, Rahul, and he's saying that if I buy I-140 first in premium processing and then do this 485, he's saying I have to file supplement J. Is that right, Rahul? That is right. Absolutely right. Will That's that a big deal. Okay. No, it won't impact you. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. right. You have to file the 485J supplement. And if, if I change my address, yeah. If Sorry. you change your address, that's not going to be a problem. Perfect. Thank you so much. I will appreciate it. Appreciate it. Last caller for today. But if you have any questions, guys, please leave a message. I will try to answer as much as possible. And if the questions are three to four lines, I would appreciate it. Last caller today. Hello. Shruti? Hello. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Hello, sir. This is Shruti. Um, actually, our company applied for GC, and I got my EAD on payroll. But it had a, a wrong country of birth instead of India, it had USA. So two months back, it went for updation and so far we didn't receive anything. Can what do you mean? You sent, the, you sent the EAD and advance parole back or what did you do? So we sent, we sent an application to the attorney and this, they, I still have my EAD, but they sent it to, for correction also like online, like instead of, uh, for updating country of birth, India mm -hmm. instead of USA. And it's been two months, we didn't receive anything yet. And I have emergency in India, so I have to travel. So can I travel on my old EAD, which is country of birth USA, or I cannot? I'm not going to answer this question for you, but let me tell you what I will do if I will. I mm -hmm. will travel. You will? I will travel. I will travel. Okay. But it won't impact anything when I come back because it says country of birth USA and my passport is country of birth you India. You cannot have a country of birth USA they exactly. cannot give you an EAD advance parole. I mean, it's right. like, it cannot be there. You don't need it. 
okay right right so it should be so, fine then i i didn't said it should be fine i didn't said all i'm saying is that if i were you i would travel that's the answer i can give it to you okay 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 sure. uh, and then i'll go to the questions Thank guys you, let me see Does Texas and Nebraska cease for uh, approve for it for approvals? No, they are not approving it. They're transferring to national benefit centers, uh, and the national benefit center is approving some of the cases that were filed in in Nebraska, and uh, and uh, that were ended up in uh, Texas and Nebraska. I downgraded. Currently, I'm on H4. My last year in H1B in process. If I travel to India, come back without H1B stamp, uh, I don't understand the question, Sai. Um, CA. I'm currently working for Company A. Valid. To, I got an offer with Company B. If I take family leave uh, for eight weeks and work for Company B parallelly, no, that's not legal. You are saying that you are on leave and you're working for somebody that looks completely fraud, CA. Um, you didn't said Ram if the I ninety four date is pop properly reflecting. As soon as as long as your I ninety four date is properly reflecting, I don't care what passport is in there. Well, Shankar, transferring National Benefit Center, Texas Service Center, NBC may cause some overload in NBC, but the processing time, they're processing 3,000 applications a, 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 a quarter. Um, and the National Benefit Center is 30,000 a quarter. So it's definitely better there, but they have already made a decision to transfer. There's nothing we can do about it now. Ideally, we would like all three working, but they said only NBC can do it. For how many years affidavit of birth is valid? It's valid forever. Um, with regards to Lakshmi's question on the H4 EAD expediting, what we have written to the USCIS is to request them to adjudicate the H1B and H4 at the same time. Um, they may do it, they may not do it. If they don't do it, they will give you the H1B approval without the I-94. And in that case, you will have to go outside the country to get the stamping. Can I file 485 for minor child aging out by May, March 2023, who's already transferred from, who's already transferred from H4 to F1? Absolutely, Suresh, you can do it. Even though the child is an F1, you can still file the 48 application. Madhu, if you want to move to company, uh, company uh, if you want to move to company C though, that's fine because your offer with company A is still there. It's not affecting you. That 180 day rule that is there is not applicable to you because you are not working with company A, 
the company still has that offer though. I'm assuming that you interfile with company A. Uh, my H1 and H4 application spending with USA it was filed with H1B premium. H1B approved of it. H4, H4, urgent need to travel to India. What should I do with the pending applications? Any issue due to this in travel? Absolutely, you can travel as long as you have a means to come back into the United States. You have a stamping to come back into the United States, your H4 and EAD will be adjudicated properly, no problem. If you don't have a stamping, you can still go for stamping while the H4 and EAD is still pending. Um, and you may hear, Vijay, that you may hear that that if you leave the country, you have abandoned the H4 process. That may be true in some cases, though, but it is not true when you file the extension. If you would have filed the change of status from F1, H1 to H4, then the application is considered to be abundant, but not if you have filed the H4 and EAD extension. Tanay, don't, don't ask me uh, for the prior to date prediction. I'm very bad. Bo, uh, Bose, EB3 downgrade file in 2020 October. I-140 approved. I filed EB2 now in March 2022. When you say EB2, did you mean 485Y or I-140? Um, that's a question. I don't have the answer. Currently, I am on H4. My last year, H1B is in process. If I travel to India and come back without H1B, yeah, then you will be considered to be H4 and the H1 process will be abundant because it's a change of status application. Remember what I told the previous lady, if the extension is fine, but it's a change of status application spending, you would be considered to have abandoned it. I'm going to go for next two minutes, guys, to see if I can answer it. Prithvi, the question main about is that, did you ever had been working at that particular place though? If you ever have been working at that place, that's fine, you can transfer to a different company. But if you never work for that particular place though, that it is, it may be revoked for fraud. If that happens, then you're completely out. If that's the first H1B that you have filed. File concluding H1B company is for green card filing in October and filed in 83. Uh, Ramesh, you're fine. I mean, 
I don't see any problem in it. You can work with two companies. Absolutely no problem with it. That's good. You filed a 485, though. I'm happy you did it. That's okay. You can work for two companies. You are supposed to be paying taxes for it. We need those taxes, buddy. We have, we had had some interviews. We had no problem, Ramesh, for the interviews for the kind of thing that you are going through. Um, Nanda, yes, um, they can still approve the green card even though it's been interview scheduled. Though they can approve it without interviewing you at all. It happens very many times. Oh, Jyoti or uh, Amar Jyoti, uh, Amar Jyoti, it's better to have your people come into the United States and file a 485 application, AD1C. I mean, don't, 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 don't go through the consular processing, not advisable at all. Do I need to stay working for two companies? No, Ramesh, that's fine. You can quit one of the company right now. Uh, if you change, if you leave the company A, you need to get a 485J with company B, though. Either way, I will carry the 485J supplement with one of the company that you're working with, Ramesh. Okay, you have you have the Satya, you have the priority June 2012. It's moved to NPC. Uh, I, I did not do interfiling. Do I need to do interfiling? I would recommend that you do interfiling. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be uh, on uh, will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Sorry that I couldn't take all the people, guys.